Well, there it was. There it was in nearly all 34 seconds. So, sorry, copyright police. But um, I think, well, I I think it's quite over. fitting, really, Shiv, because we accidentally watched four episodes in one, didn't we? And it was quite long. It was five, wasn't it? Yeah, we did 22 minutes or something. Um, so, yeah, I think it's OK. And also, considering we now live in a police state, um, come and get me, I say. <laughs> They've probably got better things to do, like stopping people for buying Easter eggs and things. Well, I'm pretty sure that the man who lives on the road near me did two walks today. He didn't. He did. Did. Two walks. I'm in absolute shock. People are very tightly wound, aren't they? I mean, uh, there's often a a cacophony of honks on my road because you can't stop without blocking the traffic. And every time there's been a cacophony of honks, it's turned into a massive stand-up row recently. But of course, yeah. they can't have a fist fight because it can't get close enough for one. I think I think people are are very tightly wound. You're quite right there, and um, I can hear you ruffling. But anyway, what I wanted to say is to those people who are wound tight like a toit toit thing, and um, we're not in the same room, are we, Kathy? We're certainly not. And it might sound like we are because of the magic of technology. Yeah, but, it does. You not. sometimes sound a bit like Cher. You know when Cher does her robot voice? Well, I, yeah, you, you go a bit Cher sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can't wait for the, the world to hear that. It's probably because <laughs> I've got a ropey internet connection, but we're giving some new technology a go, guys. So stick with us. You've we got are. Like, this is the Claptrap podcast, by the way. Oh, yes, thank you. That was uh, well reminded. The Claptrap podcast with her at a very socially acceptable three and a half miles away, Kathy Manson. And her at a socially unacceptable three and a half miles away, Shipmaker. Oh, soon, Kathy. Soon we will be able to look at each other. Yeah, because we, even... we can't even see each other's faces. Last week we had um, a vi- we were on a video call, weren't we, Shiv? So we could see each other's funny faces. We did, but the, I thought the quality and there was a little bit of lag and I just wanted to try something different because you know what I'm like. Shiv loves finding a new technology. I do. It kind of keeps me from um, furloughing my, my own brain, to be quite honest. <laughs> no, another word that no one used until recently and now suddenly all anyone can talk about is furloughing. I don't think I'd used the word furlough ever until three weeks ago two weeks ago even, and um, I don't even think I went around saying pandemic very often. I certainly didn't say social distancing. I'd never come across the term. I mean, I knew both of the words separately, but never together, which ironically is what they're suggesting we do, never together. I also had never used the phrase toilet roll shortage, and I hope never to again. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping one day that I am allowed into a supermarket without queuing Yes, I'd like to go to a supermarket and see some eggs on the shelves. I would like to know... This is some real top-class, cutting-edge pandemic (laughs) humour here, isn't it? (laughs) I would like to know that I could get bread at any time of the day. I mean, that's privileged, isn't it, right there? I haven't had any trouble getting bread. (sighs) You're lucky. I'm a a privileged white bread bread kind of gal, clearly, (laughs) where I live. You're a privileged mother's pride kind of kid, you are, aren't you? 
I, I don't know if I'm my mother's pride, but I, I can always find a loaf of bread. Let's face it. Um, so, uh, the theme tune earlier may have given the game away slightly. Um, it's the always two words, never one, Danger Mouse that we watched yes, uh, this it evening. Was Danger Mouse. Now, Danger Mouse, this was an episode from 1982. We watched an episode called Custard. We did, we did, and it's um, we watched all five episodes of the of Custard, so um, and we just rolled them all into one. Although I don't know on on the YouTube that I had a lot of very irritating adverts. No, there was none. No adverts on mine. Oh, no! What did I finish before you? I thought that was weird. Oh my! I kept being like in sort of you know I don't want to sound xenophobic, but lots of American people telling me how to live my life better or look after the oceans. I was like, oh, skip ads, skip. I can't even go outside, let alone look after the oceans. Bear with, honestly. Exactly. (laughs) I tell you what, though, there are some benefits of having really crap technology because I watched YouTube on my very old Apple TV, which probably can't support ads. I bet that's probably very wise. I mean, I just did it all for my old laptop, um, which is also Apple. I am using uh, an Apple an Apple lap. I think you've got an Apple lap too, haven't you, Kathy? I've got an Apple lap. I've got uh, an Apple TV, and I've got an Apple phone as well. Look I bought into the hype. You really have. I mean, I have an Apple phone, but it's so old you can't even do that three D animal in the living room thing with it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's now my profile picture, isn't it, with a squid on it? I do like it. I like it a lot. Um, we tried to get a photo of our cat Tony with a lion, but he didn't know what was going on. No, Tony doesn't like that sort of thing. He's quite a Luddite, is Tony, isn't he? Yeah, he's he says, very... This is a time for you to be playing chess and checkers and reading mm-hmm. books, not Kindles. He was quite adamant, wasn't he? Well, Tony's the sort of guy who would do the countdown numbers game with an abacus. He absolutely would. He would. And if anyone used a calculator, he would... Bat it out of their hands with his paw. He would, and he he would say, and I excuse uh, my language if anyone speaks cat. Shiv, come on. I'm sorry. Seriously, we're going to have to put the explicit on it again now. <laughs> the E's going on for that. I'm really sorry. Oh, goodness me. All the pussies listening to that are going to go <laughs> mad. Going to write in. Going to type in with their big paws. With their big catty paws. That's right. Um, so, as is our usual way, if anyone has ever listened before, I mean, I mean, because actually, when I mean, it could be your first episode, you could have just cut straight in now because you're really bored, really bored, really, really bored, you know. Um, but let's imagine you haven't. Um, so here we are. We watched this Danger Mouse, um, yes, five decker episode. Um, and normally we do. Um, what do we do? We do a synopsis, don't we? Well, usually what happens is I try and do a synopsis and then Shiv has to step in. And I can tell you right now, Shiv, if I try and work out some kind of logical order for what we have just viewed, I will struggle. Yeah, I I lost you for a little bit there, but I I reckon if you were trying to to give some order to what happened, to try and really give some kind of synopsis... I'm sorry, Shiv, you lost me. I just did a perfect synopsis in three seconds flat. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no, that's lost forever. (laughs) It is, isn't it? Um, It it was called Custard, and it was about custard. I'll give you that. Well, we start off with Baron Greenback. Now, yes. I'm particularly fond of Baron Greenback because whenever I get a cold, I lose my voice to the point where I sound like, I don't just get a slight croak. Oh, no. 
I can't even get words out. So I sound like Barry Greenback, who speaks like this. And uh, so I've got a special fondness for him. I feel a kinship. And um, I mean, I, I, I do. I like. I think the the thing that I wanted to draw as an overall before I go into synops, and I am stalling, Kathy, because I don't know how to synops. <laughs> I don't know how to. I mean, I do you remember scared. we watched? Do you remember we watched The Renter Ghost and we didn't have a bloody clue what was going on? There's similar this levels is... of anarchy here, yes. Yeah. I mean, this felt like Monty Python and a cartoon. There was some very strong... There was a Monty Python section, yeah. There was. And, and I think the whole kind of custard, you know, splurging out of a tin, it felt very after the goodies, that sort of thing. It felt... It did feel like a hangover from the end of the 70s. Now, um, it sounds it sounds like we're criticising it. I no. loved every minute of it. It was <laughs> brilliant, but it was also mad and hard to explain. It was very hard to explain. And I, at some points, I was like, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I was kind of going, how did I get this as a kid? Like, I didn't know. Like, I remember enjoying Danger Mouse as a child, but I have no idea how to make sense of that. The one um, thing I do really remember loving as a child, and we'll get to this probably if we ever dare, we're too scared, look at us stalling again. I know, right? Was the fact that it was what we would now, what I would now know is called Breaking the Fourth Wall, where <laughs> Pe- D- Danger Mouse and Penfold, well his sidekick, would would run so fast, they'd run off the film at the side of the screen, and then they'd have the animator's hand pushing them back on, or in this one, they had someone drawing something on it with a pencil. So it was, uh, I absolutely loved that as a kid because it was like, this is so different to anything else. I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. And that's, I remember really enjoying that element. And it's really quite silly. Even if you don't it, get all the gags, it's, it's people getting covered in custard. Very silly. I mean, I can try, I'm going to try and do like a two minute synopsis. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So because this is an advanced level synopsis, I've just been bypassed, listeners. Bypassed. No, I'm not. There's there's no point in asking Kathy, everyone says. She's not going to have a bloody clue. Look, there's Lee again for that one. I just want to try and do a two minute and then I want you to see, I want you to then fill the gaps in because I think you'll be able to fill the gaps in better than me. All right, Shiv, I'll, I'll fill your gaps. Well, thank you very much from a socially acceptable distance. So... Seen up, as Cathy says, on Baron Greenback. I think he's in the Sahara and he's testing out his new weapon. And it's like, I think some faux Italian accented soldier goes, but it's just tins of custard and they retreat and they splurge. And that's the thing. And then you cut through to splurging tins of custard, causing chaos in uh, semi, in sort of detached houses in Britain, um, all over the show. They end up, you know, uh, Dirty great skyscrapers shooting off into space with well, there was a bit yeah where everywhere. a skyscraper collapsed and I thought oh, that oh, would fly nowadays. Would fly nowadays. It's a bit of something else that one. It was. It was a little bit. Um, and uh, you've got Colonel K, isn't it? He's the guy who talks to his old secret agent Mouse Chappy. And London is under you know it's under custard, isn't it? Really, it's un- it's completely custarded. And it's not a lumpy custard. It does look very liquid. I'll add that. Runny custard. A runny custard. Um, and it transpires that Danger Mouse has this idea that he's, he's reading a book. He's heard about some 
custody team might from Flag or Splurge or I don't know. I, I should probably interject with Danger Mouse is a spy that works for yes. MI5. Of course. And he lives in a letterbox with Penfold, his uh, uh, mole sidekick. Man servant. Uh, and Colonel K is their boss at the at MI5. Yeah. And they talk to him through video link because perhaps they're socially distancing too. Well, it was a, a video phone, which would have, you know, I mean, these were filmed, made in like 1980 to, to air over time. That would have felt like, you know, gosh, the future, that, wouldn't it? And they were right. It is the future because we just always speak on video phone nowadays. That's all we do. That's all we do. Kathy, I, I do. It does sound on, on my sound. It sounds like you're licking your microphone. I just wanted to check if that's what you're actually doing. <laughs> I promise Is you, that... I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm sitting very still. Okay. I just sounded like you thought there was custard on it. Um, but anyway, oh, right. I so... confess, I'm lip- licking my <laughs> laptop. In these times of pandemic, I'm licking things. <laughs> um, and then um, they get in the space thing, and then. They go go all over the fucking show. She's losing it now, look, you can hear it. They go all over the fucking show. They go into space. They get directions. I can't. No, okay. So they go they go to find this creature that they know really loves custard. And if they go and get this creature from space, this creature will eat all the custard. So they don't know quite where to find him. So they stop and ask directions from an alien who's a very, very gobby Irish person. Yeah. And this Irish person talks and talks and talks, says, you've got to go over there and then round there and then don't go over there. And then blah, blah, blah. and then as they leave, he said, oh, God, keeping me talking while I'm trying to do my cleaning, which I quite enjoy. So they go to this planet and they find these, they look like American football shoulders, and then on the front of these shoulders is a, what looks like a hanky, like a scrap of material with one eye on it. Yes. That's right, isn't it, Shiv? Uh, you, I'm trying to think. Didn't they go and find the little thing that thought Penfold was his mum first and then they get lost in that person's mouth? Oh, yeah, that's true. They go and they find a cave and they uh, fall down where there's an egg and something hatches and thinks Penfold's its mum. So as they're running away, they run into what they think is a cave, but it's someone's mouth. And then they hold on to the teeth of the mouth. And then this creature whose mouth it is puts its false teeth in some water. And that's how they escape. Now, this is a good gag. Very early on here. There's a good gag. We're early on. There's a good gag here. And Penfold goes, well, how did you know that we were going to get out? And he's like, I knew they were false because they had the price on them still. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thanks. So that, then that's when they meet the people with the flat faces. Uh, do they? Yes. Okay. And they get captured by a flat face and hung up. And then another flat face comes along and they think it's going to shoot them. But it goes, oh, no, ducky, I'm just doing my hair. And it's a hairdryer, the gun. Mm-hmm. There was that, yeah. And then... Yep, and then there was that, yeah. Yeah, that one and happened. And then the, 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 the custard creature appears somehow. I'm not sure how that happens. Yes, the mite thing appears. and Because uh, they get... Yeah, they're going to drown them with custard, aren't they? And then the mite just eats it all. And then uh, Danger Mouse can speak the language of the mite and flugel flags at it basically says if you let us escape we'll take you to a land full of custard and he cuts their 
ties off and yes, they does. do this madcap kind of escape. And then there's that sort of fourth wall breaking where the guard's gone to watch cartoons and he's clearly watching a danger mouse and Penfold hangs around. Cause, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. And, uh, and then there's a bit of madcap kind of escapage stuff. Is that right? And then they're in the, yes. back in the spacecraft and they've left the key in there and there's a bit of to and fro about the key. And then they go on a madcap space flight through time, space and time. Um, yes, and, and Monty Python uh, animation. Yeah, which takes in being in a Space Invaders game, D- driving in through a deep ravine where the little baby then eats the map and they, as Cathy says, they get flown off the end of the map and the baby actually is a better, f- better pilot than Danger Mouse. And then they yes, go off into the land of the potty or something, which is incredibly Python-esque. Then they escape through a hole in the time continuum and then they <laughs> are crazy. caught on a comet and he thinks it's... Uh, a particular comet and then he finds out it's Murgatroyd's comet and it's going the wrong way and then he panics for a bit before he rodeos Remembers it. something he'd learnt in Wyoming and yes. rodeos it. Rodeos like it a horse, like a, a bucking bronco. And then then they end up in a land of pink tits or something. Pink hole. It, it, no, pink hole. It a was the land hole. of a pink hole. The land of the pink hole. Which is where Baron Greenback is. Or he, no, Baron Greenback puts them there to try and stop them and uh, they open a door and it leads to a shed on earth and the mite eats all the custard and they get a video call and they've lost Baron Greenback but um, that's the end the army are getting rid of all the custard and it just so happens that the army is shooting the custard into space and they shoot it at Baron Greenback who has to run away yeah and that and that is 22 minutes uh, brought to you in five there. Yes, and it really, uh, there was a lot more involved in it, but it, we would be here all night, Shiv. Honestly, honestly. I, not that we really have anything better to do in this quarantine time. Uh, there is there is that, there is that. But um, I, um, I really struggled to keep up with the plot. I did enjoy the little bits and the jokes and stuff, but I genuinely struggled, Cathy. I really struggled. Oh, but the plot, me. yeah, I didn't have a clue what was happening. I did not think there was a plot happening at all. I don't think they were that uh, strict on the plot. If they needed to move it along, they just moved it along and did something convenient would happen so they could easily move it along. They weren't too worried about the plot, I don't think. No, I think they were plot troublers, to be quite honest. I think... Um, I, d- I don't think they uh, they cared for the storyboard. Let's put it that way. It would be a very, very big storyboard. Because so many things happen and there's loads of little gags and stuff. But it was, I remember being a big fan of Penfold when I was younger. Yeah. I think Danger Mouse, sorry, Danger Mouse was a bit too cool for me. And Penfold was his sort of scared little friend. I think I probably related more to Penfold. But I mean, great voices, David Jason and Terry Scott. Absolutely bang on. Is it Terry from Terry and June? It is Terry from Terry and June. <laughs> and the Carry On films. It is. Oh, June. That one. What a classic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I was reading up about the people that made, made Danger Mouse and they also made Count Duckula and the man that makes them is great friends with David Jason. That's why he's in all his well, Count, programs. Count Duckula's a spin-off from Danger Mouse. Is it? Count Duckula started appearing in later episodes of Danger mouse oh shiv i didn't know that trivia oh, there you go and then that's why it, it was a, so it's a spin-off 
A spin-off off of off of off of off. Or a spin-off because yeah. Count Duckula speaks like that, doesn't he? I kind of I'm disappointed it's not Count Duck Eula, to be quite honest, to keep with that sort of Duck Eula. Duck Eula. <laughs> well, perhaps if we cover it, Shiv, we'll refer to it in that way. <laughs> It would make me. So, what was your happy. what what moments did you particularly enjoy? Because there's not really any point looking at it as a whole because it was batshit crazy. No, it was so batshit, and I think um, I, I was just like, Oof, goodness me. What I enjoyed. So, there's one thing, particular thing I particularly enjoyed is that at the moment, everything I'm watching is about coronavirus, oh. and it was very hard to think about that trying to trying to follow this episode. I had no bandwidth left as the youth would say. Um, so I enjoyed the escapism. Uh, I I liked, I I think I enjoyed Penfold, as you say, just generally how he was. I really enjoyed the custard splurge a bit at the start. I liked the fact that there was these tins of custard splurging and just, you know, blowing up houses and stuff. That felt very, very silly. It and was funny. That, that was good. Um, the... the Bit where they're How do you of, feel about custard in general, Shiv? I've always thought custard's quite funny. I had a bit of a running gag Do you like to custard. eat it? I do. But I tell you, I'm going to own up that I never used to touch cold custard. All right? Never. I thought it was wrong. Who, and I, who eats cold custard? Do you know, it's actually quite nice now. Honestly. Well, well, what do you have cold custard with? You just eat it. No. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, no, Shiv, you're putting a shiver down my spine. You don't that. eat it hot. I don't eat custard hot. Well, I think you're missing out. I think you're closing the door on custard delight. Do you think I'm being narrow-minded? You, how would you heat up a custard cream? Well, no, but now you mention it, maybe I would. You'd probably dunk it in your tea and let it just go all mush at the bottom. Are you one of them? I do, do like the- a bisc- I do like a biscuit dunk, it's true. Do you like a mushy bisque in the bottom of your mug? I love, I love mushy biscuit gathering at the bottom of my mug getting thicker and thicker talking about and thicker talking about mugs just a little sidebar if i may um, <laughs> yes lots of video calls at the moment through work you calling me a mug no 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 not at all lots of video calls at the moment through work and it's quite enjoyable seeing the different array of home mugs that people have uh, my favorite today was someone who had a mug that said fuck the patriarchy on it <laughs> Oh, that's good, isn't it? How anarchic. It goes good. quite well with Danger Mouse, really, in yes. its anarchic ways. It was very good. It was very good. And they actually rang me ahead of the call to warn me. And they said they'll try and keep it at a, a distance so no one could see. But they wanted me to know because I thought I'd enjoy it. And they were quite correct. They were correct. They know you well, Shiv. They, they know that you like a fuck the patriarchy. I do. I like a, I like a, I like a nice statement swear. Oh, speaking of fuck the patriarchy, mm-hmm. there weren't any women in danger mouse were there there were none there were none i mean no. there were creatures of all sorts but they were all male or they all had male voices i suppose because the voice artists are all men mm. yeah i mean there were a couple of bits you know the effete hairdresser thing that, that might i don't know that could be you know some of the accents perhaps i, I you know of their time shall we say um, yes but i don't want to pick holes in something from 40 years ago I don't think it was problematic, particularly, compared to a lot of stuff from that time. Ain't no Will of the Wisp, is it? (laughs) It ain't no Will of the Wisp. (laughs) And it ain't no... um, What was it we watched that was really bad? Uh, Oh, uh, Family Ness and the Scottish Voices. It wasn't one of them. I ain't no Family Ness. I mean, the Family Ness 
was bad because the episode it was so shit that's what really disappointed us i, I think, think that's what i mean i was offended by how shit it was and then the accents just topped it off uh, that was the icing on the dog poo cake well i was gonna that was say the icing on the dog poo cake no i was gonna say that was the cold custard on the cake for you kathy there you see what i did oh, shift stop stop it stop right. talking about cold custard it's actually making me a little bit distressed really i feel like i don't like the thought i feel like you're I feel like you're like me before I tried cold custard properly. Shiv will have to talk off camera about why I why I'm bothered by cold custard, but I really don't. I, I can't think about it. All right, I tell you what, I'm going to. There's cra- some psychological damage there, Shiv. I'm gonna, psychological damage. I'm going to crash through because I think I've co- I think I've <laughs> cottoned on, and I don't. I'm not here to cause you. Have you dot? Have you dot cottoned on? I have knit cottoned on to what you're talking oh, about. Oh dear God, yeah, that's more appropriate. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit more. So, st- stubbing out that cigarette of horror right now. Um, Probably on my hand or in a bowl no, of cold custard. St- in a bowl of cold custard. Yeah. Um. What were your favourite highlights from the episode that we just... Um, well, my favourite highlight currently is watching my neighbour opposite doing lifting some weights. Because, oh. of course, now we're all stuck at home. You can be really nosy and yes. see people, what they're doing. And he is... Shiva, I must say, he's got some very heavy weights. He's lifting them up a prox one inch. <laughs> oh, what a pillock. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be working very hard to me. And you as a, a personal trainer by trade, I don't think you'd approve of that. <laughs> Well, no, I I think he's, uh, yeah, we all know what I think about that sort of technique. Sorry, what was your question before I got distracted by a very, 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 I can't think of the word I need. What, what, is he handsome or sweaty or Jimmy or what is it? No, I was trying to say a very mediocre attempt at lifting some weights, but that's not quite the word I'm looking for. Minimal. Minimal weight Minimal weight lifting, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some mini lifts. So, what uh, was your, yeah, what was your quesi? So, uh, that's my new word for question that's quesi. just uh, fallen out of my mouth. <laughs> so, pre mini lift. What's your quesi, mate? So, pre mini lift, me quesi was like, <laughs> um, hang on a minute, let me think. I've forgotten the quesi. You've no, forgotten your quesi? Uh, I've got my quesi, don't worry. My quesi was, what were your favourite bits from that last episode that we've just um, inhaled? I'm going to answer your quesi now. Thanks. Uh, well, obviously, I enjoyed where they went off the end of the universe, it was, and they had to draw in the map, because mm-hmm. I love all that bizarre Ye oldy space mappy as well. That was quite cute. I liked uh, the... Um, I like Baron Greenback for reasons mentioned before. I, I'll be controversial and say not so keen on the Monty Python bit. No. Now, I love Monty Python, of course, and I love Danger... Mouse. Mouse. But... <laughs> I don't need them together. I'd like. I'd, I'm happy to keep those two things separate, just like I'm happy to keep custard hot. I I didn't enjoy that section actually. I found it a bit um, derivative. I just found it a bit sort of disturbing and a bit like, oh, okay, that's quite a reference. But Monty Python would have been like eight years earlier. You know, it's a bit. You know, I'm trying to work out what that reference would have been. I'd have been a bit like us doing like a little Britain reference in like. You know, I, I don't know. It's just a bit, yeah. Pache. Shiv, I can promise you now, yep. I won't be doing a Little Britain reference. Thank you very much. I just wanted to make that promise to you. That's very kind. On this day in, in 2020. Yes. It's April now, isn't it? it certainly is, Shiv. 
It's finally April. Can't wait for this month of... Um... Sitting around? Yep. Looking out my window and spying on my neighbours? I mean, yeah. That's what I'll be doing. I mean, I think I, I got a, a mild thrill because I had to take the rubbish out. Oh, I've turned into a right sad shiv. I keep my eye on when the bin men come. <laughs> this is so sad. I keep my eye on when the bin men come because I want to f- put my recycling in the bin when it's not full. So I'm always peering out the window and like, oh, the recycling bin's empty. I'm putting my recycling outside. It's the excitement I get these days, well, shiv. You see, being out here slightly city fringe slash majorly suburban, um, they've stopped picking up our recycling. They've uh, stopped curbside recycling collections, as our local councillor put it, in one of the Facebook groups that I just about can bear before muting. Um, Did you say you're going to kick him to the curbside with such nonsense? Well, I mean, what they suggested we do is that we store all our recycling clean in our house for the next, you know, three months. Six weeks. Yeah. (laughs) You're just going to be overrun by cardboard. Do you think that's what's going to happen? Oh, my God. It's going to be like custard, custard gate in Danger Mouse, but it's going to be cardboard. It's going to be milk cartons and cardboard everywhere I look. Oh, God, Shivan, I'm going to have to go to outer space and find a creature to come back and eat it. This is very stressful. And also, we know that packaging could house the virus. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, but... I'm going to make up for my carbon footprint being very low and it's going in the bin. I've said it here. It's going in the bin. The police might be listening, Shiv. It's going in the bin. I know, but the police might listen to your bin chatter and throw you in the bin yourself. Well, do you know what? I'd have more fun, wouldn't I, at the moment? What? <laughs> what living in a bin? Well, I'm a living in a bin. <laughs> I think it would be. I don't. I don't want you to go in a I'm bin a because you might go through those bin. horrible. You know when they pick the rubbish up and oh, they, yeah. you get chomped around. You don't, I don't want you getting chomped by a by a van shiv or I a lorry. I don't think they'd be able to pick my bin up somehow. They'd be like, oh, this one's a bit heavy. <laughs> no, I'd be like, surprise. You'd ping out and you'd go, ta-da, and yeah. they'd say, oh, you've made our day. P.S. Keep two <laughs> meters away, please. <laughs> and they would definitely say, oh, you've made our day, and not. Fuck's sake! Get out the bin, you twat! <laughs> you could have died. PSA no. two meters away. They would definitely say, oh, "You've made our day," and then they go back. <laughs> they go back to the to their uh, working place, and from a safe distance, they go, "Hey, oh, you wouldn't believe we made our day today." What was that? It was a woman. It was a woman in a bin. <laughs> Living in a bin. What was she doing living in a bin? She was bored of her own ass. <laughs> so she decided to live in a bin. But of course, when we tried to collect her bin, she didn't want to get thrown away. So she dumped out, said to Dar, made our day. It made our day. Made our day. Honestly, oh, it's so funny. I said to her, you're like an episode of that cartoon from the 80s. Danger. Little Britain. <laughs> Little yeah, firmliness. Um, yeah. Oh. So, um, what's what? What's worse, family ness or cold custard? To me, family ness. To me, cold custard. We'll have to have a fight about this off air. Mm, no, there's no need to fight. I don't want to do any fighting. We can't fight shit because we're not allowed to stand that close to each other. No, I'll have to send you a. I'll have to send you a letter that has the word punch on it. 
Can I just say things that are a thing in the past? One, fist fights. Yeah. Two, extramarital affairs. Affairs, yeah. Yeah. Three, outdoor fun. <laughs> of any kind. I, I mean, I've realised that... Four people living in bins. Most of my hobbies involved... I mean, none of them involved Living in bins. Most of them involved going out for drinks or food. And seeing but mainly that's my all going out to watch a cinema film. Go to the cinema. Going out to watch a cinema. I used to love sitting outside. I can't the remember. Cinema. I, I can't remember the lingo now because it's been so long. Two weeks since I've done it. Yeah, it, it is so long now. Um, yeah, a whole fortnight. T. I mean, I just keep hoping that something's going to happen that's amazing and it all disappears. But I think I'm living in a hopeful dreamland. I think you'll find that Dolly Parton has just donated a million dollars to research, so we'll be fixed soon. And Dolly herself says you can't have a rainbow without the rain, so we're having the rain and then she's going to provide the rainbow. Good old Dolly, I say. Thanks, Dolly. Okay, so let's go to our scores. Let's go to our scores. We're rambling. I would like you to go first, Cathy. I'd like you to go first. I'm going to give Danger Mouse eight and a half out of ten. Ooh, high. I don't want to give it quite nine, but I think I've given something else eight before and I feel like it's superior. Do you love Danger it, Mouse is the one that I would watch now for fun. I would actually watch Danger Mouse. Mm. I would choose to watch it and not just for nostalgia reasons. That's very good. Um, I'm not as high as you, Cathy. Well, that's because I'm always on drugs. This is, this is true. Um, I feel like I'm going to give it a, a generous seven, actually. Um, All right. There were a lot, there were funny bits, but I, I wanted a story I could follow. I felt like I, I wanted a bit more story. And I know that's ridiculous because it's an anarchic and madcap. And generally I like that sort of thing. But I think I was a bit, uh, maybe I'm just a bit too stuck indoors at the moment to fully appreciate the madcapery. But it was good, beautifully voiced, lots of clever elements. Um, I I'm probably would have given it more, but for the Monty Python-esque bit. Yeah, that's that's brought it down from a nine for me, I think. Yeah. Um, great theme tune, by the way. As with all the 80s, they, I mean, they really put a lot of effort into their theme tunes and they were quite long and loved an opening sequence. They did, they did. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, Danger... Danger... Mouse. 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 Danger... Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, we nearly got there, considering we are in two different places. I think we did all right. And I think, you know, this is going to be maybe a bit more of a challenge for people to listen to. But I think we've done quite well, you know, this recording remotely malarkey. Shiv, yeah. everything you do when you're trying something new is difficult for you. Boo-hoo. I realised I'd started a rhyme there and I hadn't meant to, so I carried it so on. You carried the rhyme on. Well, there's always going to be teething problems, aren't there? there I are. tell you what, if you've got some issues with our teething problems, why don't you drop us a line? But I'd prefer it if you dropped us a line to say nice things. Yeah. Our Twitter is ClaptrapPod, at ClaptrapPod. Yeah. Our Instagram is at ClaptrapPodcast. And we're on Facebook as well. We've got a little page on there, haven't we, that we sometimes update. We do. Uh, and we are also on the emails, claptrappod at gmail.com. Very good. You're very good at remembering all the socials. Um, if you would like me 
to hide in your bin and make your day. Pop that in an yes, email. Please. Pop that in an email and we'll see what we can be done when this social distancing nonsense is a thing of the past. Well, if you do want Shiv to live in your bin pre-social distancing, <laughs> you will have to keep two metres away from her. Yeah, you will. So push the wheelie bin in her direction and she'll get in it. And then she'll make your day by leaping out of it. Because I can't make a, an unnecessary journey, you do need to live around the Port Slade, sort of North Port Slade area for that to, to happen. Quite specific, but I'm sure there'll be many takers, Shiv. And I'll probably need one of the recycling wheelie bins. I'm not sure I could get in a, in a standard, in a standard uh, refuse one, to be fair. Also, you will have to provide her with snacks. And I would also like a full disinfect afterwards, if that's okay. For you or the bin? For, for the bin. 